Hello, everybody, and welcome to Showhoppers Culprits Season 1, Episode 1 Change of Use. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Kurt, you take a job, you agree to the terms, you deliver. That's what I'm here to do. Okay, so what's the job? Make a podcast where we react and review to Culprits Episode 1 Change of Use. Okay, so that's, that's, that's the entire job. So for the rest of this season of Culprits, I don't know if I have you signed on for the rest of it. <laughs> that's it. No, this is the job I okay. took. Okay. We, we can re- right. We'll talk about a new contract after this one's done. Okay, well, listeners, we'll have to see if we can win Mr. Sal along. This is kind of turning into like a Dora the Explorer-esque thing. <laughs> How, what should I say to Mr. Sal to get him to re-up? <laughs> Listen, I have a few ideas. If I like this episode, I'll re-up. Okay, well, speaking of if Mr. Sal liked the episode, let's find out what we rated it in our ratings. Ratings. So, we like to give a series a score at a scale 1 out of 10. Or not 1 out of 1 to 10. Or just out of 10. Close enough. Yeah, I said... In the neighborhood. Yeah, that's that's all that matters. Mr. Sal. So we, culprits, we've talked about it for a while. That's what we're going to probably cover next. But there was another series in this time slot (laughs) that we thought about. We're not going to say what it is in case you ever go back to it or whatever. There's no no reason it's saying it. Unless you want to say it. That's up to Um, you. I I don't want to say it. Okay, so we won't say it. But we both preferred culprits, at least episode one. Over the other episode one, heavily. So that that's already kind of a thing I know going into this. Uh, I will say, it was pretty low bar. <laughs> He's already throwing shade. <laughs> I have a name series. for the series, but it was a pretty no, low bar. It was a very low bar. <laughs> the <laughs> sad part was, listeners, Mr. Sal especially was very excited to cover the series. Really it was. We might, we might, um... We might check it out a little more and see if we want to cover. Maybe maybe just episode one is an anomaly, but it was poor enough that we decided to go with this culprits, which I'm not trying to say any bones against culprits. Speaking of your rating, I yeah. really circle back to that. I think well, you like the episode. That's for sure. So I think you at least gave it an eight. Really, it comes down to I don't think you gave it a ten. There's not enough learning about characters, enough character development for you to want to give it a ten. We're learning about. A lot about this character, Joe, formerly goes by David, or Muscle, during the heist. So we've already got different name over different uh, yeah, He's got three different names. Timelines. We're, we're in a whole old man situation here. We're in an old know, man. I, I don't know what to call this guy. Better call Saul-esque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you've got different names. It, on the bright side, old man kind of suffered from this, which was his name kept changing. That's true. This one, at least seemingly, his name's different in three different eras, right? That's David, true. pre-heist. Muscle during heist, Joe post heist. Correct. Which is a, which is much more similar to Better Call Saul. We could, yes, yes, it is. You're right. We could call him by the actor's name, Nathan Stewart Jarrett. No, we're not doing that. All right. Even though we did do that for the old man. <laughs> yeah, he was just Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. Great series, by the way. We've got season one covered. We're waiting for season two, but you can check out our coverage of that. Yeah, the back catalog. Yeah, you liked this episode. You, you liked it. You enjoyed it. You didn't give it a ten. It wasn't perfect. But you like the story it told. Uh, it told quite a bit for a pilot episode. And yeah, you, you had fun the whole way through. Kind of artful Dodger-esque, but not as fun and joyful. Just more, you were engaged there. Okay. Which we're also covering that. Artful that's Dodger. A, yes, that's a, a fun series. All right. Kurt, are you, so you're guessing, what did you say for me? I'm sorry. I don't know if I even said the number. Okay. Nine out of ten. Okay. <laughs> thank you for right. Rico, Thank you for asking for it. <laughs> Alright, uh, so I am gonna guess for you, I mean, this, I know you have the, the pilot bias, you don't, you don't like pilots generally, uh, but you also have liked some pilots, and the pilots that you have liked are ones that pick one or two characters and really zoom in on them. Well, this certainly did that. <laughs> this is, like, this is the Joe show in this, in this episode. So, I think you loved that about it. I, I know that you were, so much more enthusiastic to cover this series than the other one. So I mm-hmm. I think you liked it. And I think that uh, I, I think you gave it a nine out of 10. I, I'll go with the same guess you had for me. 
You got me right. I did give it a nine out of ten. So did I'm you. You got me right. Nine out of okay. ten. All right. It, it, it's it's a very like cool series. You can definitely argue that Joe's OP, also old man esque, <laughs> uh, especially in the um, past scene where he's helping out his. You know, when he's the one time we see him really doing some action. Yeah. But silver to the old man. And it doesn't really concern me if he's OP, because that's not oh, the story care. I'm worried about telling. Like, I know he's made it from the past to where he is now. Yeah. But there's, you know, I, I'm interested as to how the heist went. Why is he living where he is now? How did he get with Jules? Mm-hmm. What's his idea with this story he wants to open? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've got I've got question marks with it. So there's, 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 enough, there's enough meat on the bones for me to still, for me to be excited. Well, but I am concerned it's going to be... Like, just too much action, and there's not going to be a, that good of a plot. That does concern me. Or so if we I, get, we're too hung up on the past. So, I, I mean, the, the kind of the point of this series, I think, I'm, I'm just from watching the trailer and knowing the, the title of the book that it's based on, so that's what I'm basing what I'm about to say on, is, is that after the heist, somebody is coming after all of the people involved in the heist. Mm-hmm. So I don't think like I don't think that some of your concerns are going are going to bear fruit. So which is good. That's very good. But I mean it's I think I've forgotten the title of the book now. It's like uh what happens after the heist or something like that. <laughs> but I don't remember. Anyway, um I I really probably should know that though, shouldn't I? Potentially. I <laughs> Oh, here it is. Culprits, the heist that was just the heist was just the beginning. The book's by Brett Battles. I have not read it. Um, but it's Culprits, colon, the heist was just the beginning. So I do think that we're not, I don't I we'll probably see the heist. I'm sure we'll see something of the heist. Oh, yeah. But I don't I don't think the past is going to be the main part of the story. Excellent. Yeah, and I I do think that so I don't think that in a lot of the, the plot points that you were interested in, I, I don't know if that's going to be the main part of the story either. I think what's <laughs> well, it's based on the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? No. You didn't watch the trailer? I, no, I did. I did watch the trailer. Okay. I don't remember it, though. I did watch it, though, because I watched right, it, yeah. and then I was – it was a higher on my list, and then I watched the first episode. Yeah, so based on the trailer, I mean, it really looks like some of these characters are going to end up, like, reconnecting – because they're being hunted, basically. So, ah, I, I, and which is which is fine by me. I I think it sounds cool. It it was a cool series. Like even the action sequences were interesting. They were cool. Um, that you know, well choreographed and and just yeah. an interesting thing to look at. Not just like CGI explosions. Not CGI explosions. Uh, the dialogue. There's actually not that much dialogue. So a lot of it is us just watching Joe do stuff. Right. Yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of the but most of the dialogue, most of the dialogue comes from Diane Harewood, right? Oh, in the past, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a, I think most of the lines. She might have more lines than Joe in this episode, <laughs> <laughs> or at least more um, time with her mouth moving and words coming out. I'll say this: every <laughs> scene Joe is in, he probably talks less than the other person. Talking. That is true. <laughs> Yes, in almost all instances, you can maybe find a few, but right. But it's pretty cool, honestly. I I really I thought he was great. I thought that this was like a super engaging episode. I was so into it. It's like what is it, fifty seven minutes or something? It did not feel that. Yeah, way. It felt like it felt like I don't know, like twenty minutes or something. I was. I felt way shorter, and yeah. so much happens. Yes, compared to the unnamed series, and. <laughs> In a longer span of time, it felt faster, and we got yeah. more done. Oh, yeah, we got so much done, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I'm so excited to watch. I, I this is this pilot hooked me like crazy. I'm I'm very excited to see the rest of this. Right. I'm glad to hear. So, well, we're both we're both enjoyed episode one. Let's see if yeah. we can guess each other's favorite scenes for episode okay. one. Favorite scenes. Hmm, Mr. Sal, what do I think your favorite scene was? I think, oh man, I really don't know which one it could have been. There's a few, there's a few. I have one written down. 
I kind of want to change. But <laughs> on the other hand, I'm not going to change. Oh. So I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to say you you liked the brain. You like the very last scene because you 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 love um recency bias. So you like the very last scene <laughs> with Diana. Diana now known as the brain. Yes, yes. If Not that the is brain. her real they, name, they drop the article, man. No, oh, article. you're right. Yeah, brain. Yeah, just brain. <laughs> Fix it. Yep. Okay. Right hand. All right. I think that your favorite scene. It might have been that one, but I think it might have also been uh, the scene where. David is taken to meet with the two detectives. And I think a lot of that is because they call they call themselves like DS and DI. And you know what those things mean now because we watched Bodies. And speaking of Bodies, <laughs> this is Gabriel Defoe from Bodies. Did you recognize him? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think that stuff got you excited. And I, I think that what makes this scene more enjoyable is because I, I'm not sure you saw this coming. Where they were the that were Gabriel Defoe and the guy the guy's got a name I will just use his actor's name I, I don't remember the character's name but it's Tom Mar- Mothersdale it's right hand okay so he's right hand yeah so so Tom Mothersdale right hand uh, when he takes his mask off later I think it makes you like this scene more so I'm gonna say you went with David and the detectives okay I'm gonna tell you right now. I actually, a little before they revealed it, had guessed that it was a test. Okay. I was I, I was sussed out by like the, the little pointers, like him looking at the badge again, him clarifying that this is not a police station. Uh-huh. Anyway. And then okay. him getting picked up so quickly after that. So yeah. no, that I did like that scene. That was not my favorite scene. Alright. The the favorite scene of my choice, which there's no dialogue for it, but it was just very engaging for me to watch, which was Joe going after the duffel bag of money in the garbage truck. That's my favorite scene too, dude. I <laughs> I love I that. Guessed it for you. Oh. It is a great scene. It's it's you know this is very similar to episode one of the old man. I'm very curious if this scene yeah. is going to follow the same through line, which is uh, I, I guess I won't go into our coverage of the old man when go check it out. But if you do like this episode one, look at the episode one of old man. You'll probably yeah. love it. Yeah. The, it's it's an action sequence, which was also our favorite scene for episode one of Old Man. Was an action sequence, and it's just it's it's so well choreographed. There's no dialogue, and I think it's also the stakes seem somewhat real to me. I don't oh, think yeah. he's going to get injured. I don't think he's going to die or anything. Right? But is he going to get that money back? Like, is right. this the whole plot device here? Like, is he going to lose the money? Is he going right. to break? Is he going to get caught? And he ends up getting away. As for the time being, getting away with it. But it, the, the the stakes felt real, and it was it was really engaging. Uh, how, how did you feel about it? I I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Scene. This this was <laughs> this was so interesting and so good. I mean, down to like him trying to climb out and his hands slipping on all the grease. You know it's, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. th- th- there's that. Like the, um, when he first gets dumped in you know like seeing him like fall out of the dumpster into the garbage truck that's terrifying and then he's kind of like swimming in garbage bags he finally finds the bag he pulls it up and then it gets gets dumped on again right so he gets buried in garbage bags which is terrifying because it's something i just would never thought that i would see in my life yeah he goes through a bit of the compressor yes yeah and to end it all off, when he finally gets out, he throws up. <laughs> he like no, celebrates a bit, and then it's like the adrenaline wears off, and he yes, and he's human again. Yeah, it, it's kind of this scene reminded me somewhat of Better Call Saul, where it's just a ton of detail, yeah, almost yes, needless, but they do, but they present it in a great way. Yeah, you, you enjoy watching it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, you're right. It's, it reminds me a lot of like in the last season, the Cinnabon thing. If you if you remember uh-huh. the Cinnabon thing, so uh, that well, I mean, there's a lot. Of Cinnabon and better for a lot. If if I say the Cinnabon thing, you know what I'm talking about in the last mm-hmm. season. But it's so cool. It it shows you it, just from a character perspective too. It shows you like he's got a family and he is willing to do this to get this money. This money means something to him. Like I don't know if it means or something to him because his family- he's, <laughs> or, or his family means very little to him. That could be that. 
It could be that. It could be that the money, like he's obsessed with the money. He has to have it. Mm-hmm. It could be that he's terrified that somebody else finds the money and he gets in trouble and gets caught. Like there are all kinds of reasons why he could be desperate to get this money. Um, it, and the way showing us what he's willing to put himself through to protect it. Like even back earlier in the episode, just seeing the way he hit it in that tree. It's like, yeah, it's very convoluted. There, <laughs> so that, and that's one thing I want to kind of touch on, mm-hmm. which I'll, I'll give other examples when you get to it during the recap. But there are moments where I'm like, oh, this is kind of, you know, dare I say it, Mr. Sal, whimsical. Oh, boy. <laughs> or at least, you know, unrealistic. Whatever, I, I don't care about the fighting sequence. We'll go over some other stuff, too. That tree thing where the money's hidden in this really convoluted way. Yeah. I don't really care. Like, it's 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 episode one. Yeah. I, I, they're just trying to get me to understand the situation that's laid out. So if they've got to cut some corners or they've got to do stuff or it's a cool tree thing, it's episode one. I don't mind. If this was episode, <laughs> like, three or four, I'd be livid. I'd be like, what? Joe has a cool tree thing that he's hiding money in? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Well, this is episode one. I don't know anything, so this is fine. You know what else I really loved about this whole sequence with the garbage truck, and really throughout the episode, but is like there is so much weight to that bag. It is so heavy, and you can tell it's so heavy. Like that much money would be heavy. And Joe is ripped, by the way. It's not like it's is, you know, yeah. me lifting the bag. This is <laughs> Joe, the 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 main character of the series, and he is really struggling to carry this bag around and when you watch him try to pull it up out of the garbage truck like it, it even and then he walks it over to the fence and he's just dragging it like most series or movies that i've seen with a giant bag of money they'd just be picking it up and walking <laughs> yeah like it's a duffel bag with yeah. like dirty gym clothes <laughs> yeah, or yeah over their shoulder or whatever i love how heavy they made this thing it's very cool well, uh, the weight, the gravitas. Well, I'm glad yeah. we picked the same favorite scene. I mean, this, this is a scene where I like barely breathe through this scene. Like I, I couldn't take my eyes off it. I, don't, I have like no notes for this scene because I just couldn't take my eyes off it. And then I watched no, it again also, and like, I still wanted to watch it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. <laughs> I think it's funny how we both guessed like wildly different. Not different from each other, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was going to have to argue to you why I thought this was my favorite no, scene. No, I agree. Well, I'm glad to hear. Well, let's uh, let's see if we can figure out where someone could use some magic mind. Mm. The magic mind moment. Magic mind is a great product that both me and Sal enjoy. I love taking it with my morning coffee. It's got half a cup worth of caffeine. It helps energize me, keep me feeling great throughout the day how, how do you feel mr Saba, magic mind i really enjoy it i haven't had it for a while so i'm really i just ordered my <laughs> my next case and i'm very excited because i've been missing it uh, i'm someone who suffers from the afternoon slog i call it which is i eat lunch and then i really want to take a nap <laughs> so uh <laughs> i take i drink uh, magic mind right before my lunch i eat lunch and then i somehow get through the day without wanting to fall asleep and I don't even know. I don't even realize it. I don't even realize that I have more energy, that I'm more focused. But I am. I'm, I'm more productive. I'm, I'm doing everything. Feels a little bit better in the afternoon when I do that. So I don't take it in the morning. I take it. I say take it. I drink it. I don't drink it in the morning. I drink yeah. it in the afternoon uh, with my lunch. Uh, I also don't drink coffee. So this is something that is very new to me. Is anything to energize me is kind of foreign to my body. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel like i am like mo- modest I, it doesn't feel like i'm very altered it just is the type of thing where i look back on my day and say wow i was more productive and felt better and had more energy today somehow and so i'm I, how do you when you wake up do you feel like good energy because my my biggest struggle isn't like an afternoon slog but it's yeah. getting up and feeling awake for like the first two, three hours of the day. Like I just feel no matter how much sleep I get, it could be mm-hmm. six hours. It could be like nine hours. I always feel tired in the morning. So normally I drink a cup of coffee. I love to have a cup of coffee along with Magic Mind. Yep. And it stops those morning jitters because if I drink that cup of coffee in the morning, I do feel energy. But then 
I'll crash later on around the afternoon, and it's not as great of a feeling. But when I have Magic Mind, I don't feel that crash. It's a lot more smooth energy. Yeah. It's got some great ingredients in it, like matcha, lion's mane mushrooms, ashwagandha. Really recommend it. And, listeners, there's a way you guys can get it and support the podcast. This January, you can help do your resolutions by using our link and our promo code. If you get, if you buy three months subscription, you'll get one month for free. So it's basically three months for the price of two. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And to get that, it'll be in the show notes. So you can look at our description. But to get that, you go to www.magicmind.com forward slash capital J-A-N for January, then Kurt and Sam. Kurt, K-I-R-T, and Sam, S-A-M. Then when you're over at our site, you can then use the promo code KNS20, and that'll get you another 20% off. So altogether, that's 75% off. Do it while you can. Do it before January ends. That's a limited time offer, but it's one well worth it. It's still in the show notes down below. But Mr. I, Sal, I can't believe the value of that offer. <laughs> it's like a pretty staggering. good offer. It's a pretty good offer. It is. It is. It, it's a good product. I mean, I've, uh, I've heard so many podcasts where, where it's like, oh, you can get ten percent off of this code. Oh, this is like, <laughs> this is major stuff, folks. <laughs> do you want to? Have you ever wanted to try this? This is the time to do this. There's actually, and I, I was talking to you about this earlier today, so I'll bring it up now too. It allows for you to use HSA and FSA uh, account money. Now, I don't know FSA account really, but HSA I do know, which is you can use pre-tax money, you can grow money in it and not pay taxes on it, and then you can spend money from it tax-free if it's um, an allowed purchase. It usually has to be some sort of medical expense or some sort of health-related thing. And this counts for that. So you can say if you do have an HSA account and you want to use that, kind of get around paying some taxes, by all means, you can do that for this product. So That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So if I had one, I would definitely do that. <laughs> but sadly, I don't have an HSA <laughs> I don't account. I wish I did now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Employer has to offer it. Yeah. So now, as for the Magic Mind moment for our podcast, what we try to do is we try to pick out a character, a moment where we think they could have really used some magic mind um, for whatever reason, whether they wanted to have um, better energy, boosted productivity, more clarity, focus, mm -hmm. whatever reason we feel fit. So I personally went with our favorite scene, which is Joe recollecting <laughs> the duffel bag. <laughs> but there, there's another scene here too, but I would say Joe recollecting the duffel bag here. I'm curious to what you said here. So I'm going to come at this from my position speaking as a parent. Speaking as a parent, Kurt. Oh, yeah, congratulations, by the thank way. You, yeah, thank sorry. you. Thank you. The obligatory congratulatory remarks. With a newborn. Yep. <laughs> no newborns here. Phew. Uh, anyway, uh, I <laughs> speaking from my position as a parent, I have been in the situation too many times where the alarm goes off and the kids are on me. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they, they wake up, they run into the room, and they are on it. We want pancakes and chocolate chips and all this other stuff. So when the kids burst in on Jules and Joe, and by the way, Joe has just laid down to close his eyes and the alarm goes it, it was comical. <laughs> he had 10 seconds. Yeah. So when the kids burst in on them, I know they want their chocolate chip pancakes, and I know Jules is going for that cup of coffee. So, Jules, I think, would probably be better off going for the Magic Mind. Yeah, yeah, certainly true. I, I, I thought about saying that not for Jules. I, I forgot Jules for Joe, because coffee. Joe has no I, sleep at all? Yeah, but then Joe went back to sleep. So I went, yeah. well, maybe then you don't want to start off with Magic Mind in that case if you're going back to bed. No, I think Jules could so. use the Magic Mind. <laughs> it's a kids, have, you. kids have so much energy in the morning. It's they unbelievable. Do. I, I, I do. I, I look at that and I go, "How did I lose that?" <laughs> we're, like, where like, if we could figure out a society how to tap into that? Well, maybe magic mind has, not, but, and I think <laughs> they might have it's something to it. So, yeah. Thank good. you, listeners. Check the uh, show notes for the links. But that's magicmind.com forward slash Jan, Kurt, and Sam, and use the code at discount 
KNS20. Thank you so much, and thank you for Magic Mind for supporting the podcast. Who said it? Now for who said it, Mr. Sal, the, uh, <laughs> the game in which, not always me, but one of us, in this case it's me because I'm hosting this podcast, I come with typically, now if it's bodies and you've inflated the quote count, three quotes, check out <laughs> bodies by the way people, it's a limited series, uh, only one season and I think it's still, I think it's worth the watch, I, think I, I would recommend watching. it. Yeah, it's definitely the, worth the watch. Yeah. And listen to our coverage. It's interesting. But who said it? I have three quotes. I'm going to give you the quotes. And you got to guess who said it and in what context. What scene, really? I can do that. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll start off with quote number one. You smell weird. Uh, Jules. Jules to, to, to Joe. After Joe has tried <laughs> so hard to clean the stench of dumpster. Off of him. It looks like it's still under his nails a little bit. He doesn't smell, it doesn't smell bare, bad. It just smells weird. So. Well, you know, I feel like if you have that much concoction of garbage on you. Yeah. And even if you like, you know, you did like a sponge bath in a store. And I, did he take a shower at home? Yes. Full okay, shower so at he, home. He, sponge bath in the store. Yep. That's a hard stench to get rid of. Completely. <laughs> that's, a, that's a hard stench. So, yeah. Yep. You got a spot on. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of say the scene a little bit before it because it kind of ties into it. But Joe gets to his shop with the money, hides it under the floors. Then he's in cleanup duty. He takes a sponge bath, gets back home, takes another bath, tries to get ready for bed. Gets a whole 10 seconds before those kids want their chocolate pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> Once they leave, he kind of tells, I guess, a white lie. <laughs> To, I mean, he, he's more honest than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he's he's honest. And I guess he can't lie about the car accident, to some extent, but he's he's pretty honest. Now it's a yeah. lie of omission because he omits the part where he went to go get money, his his stash of seven figures, oh and God. hide it in the store. But you know, he's honest. Besides that point, got in a car accident. It was a hit and run. He's fine. Uh, and he went to the store too, but. Different reason why he went to the store, and Jules <laughs> will go take care of the kids. So there you go. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. That is one out of one. Can we start off the episode one with a three out of three score? Let's see. I don't know. Well, first we gotta uh, get two out of two. So let's let's do the second. Before one I start hyping next. that up. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, second quote. I'm gonna put him right here. I'm gonna put him right here. I'm gonna put him right here. Oh, I know this. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's, it's Joe <laughs> to his kid. I don't know his kid's name though. It's, but it's about yeah. the bunny, the, the bunny plushie. <laughs> the the kid really wants to take the bunny plushie into school, and, and Joe says, "No, you can't. Bunny's got to stay here. I'm gonna put him right here, right, right on the car <laughs> right. seat. I'll put him right here. <laughs> Bingo, bango. That wow. is it. That's this is a tough also the one, man. What the hell? Where did that come from? You think that was, I, I I don't know if I would have gone that, but you're a father, so I was like, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe this this will resonate with them more. Well, that's that's exactly where the answer came from. So, <laughs> so uh, I was going to ask you, do you have any experience with this with like your kids and oh your my goodness, to... all the time, <laughs> all the time. My youngest son, he's eight, and he is obsessed with plushies. I mean, it's adorable. I mean, what a great obsession. <laughs> His room yeah, better than others. filled with stuffies, we call them. And he would love to take them anywhere. But the problem is, usually when we take them somewhere, they end up on the ground or the floor and all dirty. And then we got to wash them and he gets really upset about it. So we usually say, no, we're going to leave it right here. You can take it in the car. We're going to leave it right here. <laughs> so, okay, there you go. So I'm glad, glad I picked this quote. resonates with you. <laughs> it does. Also in this scene, um, Joe learns of that rich dad. From earlier. Yes, Tyler's dad, right? The, or Taylor. Yeah, was the, Taylor or Tyler? It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, not yet. You think <laughs> it, it might, doesn't matter. It might matter. But he was the uh, drunk driver Taylor. in the hit and run. Taylor. Is Taylor? Okay. Yep. And then when he's scrolling the news, seeing this accident, he sees that we'll later learn a bit more about the stunt driver, Barry, but was shot in Italy. 
Is that his name, Barry? They say his first and last name, yeah. In yeah. the news. I just call him Driver because that's what <laughs> Brain told yeah. me to do. Hmm. Driver. <laughs> oh, I forgot. All right. So we've got one more quote for you to get a perfect score. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, Mr. Sal. Yeah. And this might be something I start doing moving forward, which is this last quote. I have yeah. a sliding difficulty scale on. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's, I've got one sentence, but had you gotten one or two wrong, and I really felt like you uh, needed a win here, I could have added, I could add you this other <laughs> sentence. So just know you're doing this quote on hard mode. Now, okay. if you choose to submit, like you, you don't think you're going to get it, I'll give you the second sentence, but you're going to lose all ability to get a point on this. All okay? the just points? For fun. And I don't all the points. Half a point? You get a third. I'll give you a third. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier. All right. It makes it a lot easier with the. In fact, I'm generous giving you a third. The second sentence is a is a gift. All right. Okay. Here's the quote. Sorry, misunderstood. Sorry, misunderstood. Sorry. Oh, I know who this is. Uh, um, I don't know his name though, but he's one of the crime bosses because I think the next line that you would have given me was, "This is a hostile takeover." So they're saying it to, to Don you, Barlow or whatever. Don it is. Caldwell. Don Caldwell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he almost had himself. He didn't try to be too overly correct. He next says this isn't a buyout. Oh, whatever. I got it right. <laughs> you did get it right. Yes, that is it. It is it is one of the I don't know if they really even said the person's name, but yeah, one of the mob bosses talking to Don Caldwell. Sorry you misunderstood. This isn't a buyout. This is a hostile takeover. I think. <laughs> Yes. So, yes, and this is Joe comes along. So this is three years prior in London to what we're seeing now, which isn't that much longer, and also brings up the question, you know, how how do you get to where he is now? Which I'm sure we'll see. But yeah. And by the way, his kids are older than three years old. So I I, yeah, I don't so, know if, if if Jules had these kids already or if they adopted kids who were older or what. Yeah, that brings up a lot of questions. Are yep. they foster kids and not like they could be? Permanent kids. They or, are saying like they are saying I love you. So I'm guessing they're. I'm guessing they like, are like adopted. They parents, live in the household. But, yeah, yeah, permanently. But we'll see. But Joe and Don Caldwell roll up for a gang meeting. Are you sure it's not Don Bardwell? Is it Bardwell? Here. I don't know, man. I, 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 here. I have Bardwell. You're right. You, no, okay. you're, you're 100% right. It is Bardwell. Okay. You're 100% right. How did I put Caldwell? <laughs> I don't know. Every where my notes is just Caldwell, Caldwell, Caldwell. <laughs> <Great. laughs> uh, so Don, our good guy Don here. I I'll tell you what, it's me. confusing that he's called Don because because that's his first name, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's a mafia title. Like... It is. Don Corleone Don, is Don. the Godfather, right? So, Don, but it's Don Vito Corleone. Vito Corleone is the guy's name, but Don Corleone is what everybody calls him because that's the the, the title of respect in the mafia. But so they say when they say Don Bardwell, I keep like hearing the title, but I think this is his actual name because they do at some point call him Don. They're like, "Listen, Don." <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyway, you can continue. Sorry. So he he comes in with Don to the gang meeting, and he comes in as muscle. He's yeah, he's just he's here. the muscle in this scene. Yeah, he's the muscle in this scene, and this turns into a hostile takeover. Thankfully, Joe is old man esque and is OP and can fight him off, and manages to escape with Don safely. Even kind of Grand Theft Auto a car. They yeah, so, like I would I need to commandeer this vehicle. This is mine now. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's a show. It, it, it's the first instance of seeing uh, Joe do anything, you know. Every, everything up until this point, he seems like just an average Joe Schmo. <laughs> did you did you see what they escaped into, by the way? No. Well, what's the car they escaped into? No, not the car. When they jumped down the chute oh, the into... Oh, garbage. The dumpster, yes. A yeah. foreshadowing of our favorite scene. Yeah, because I guess he's used to, he was born in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess he adopted it. Never mind. 
Yeah, there's actually quite a bit of that in this episode. The the foreshadowing of like this this is one instance. I'll, I'll see if I can remember any other ones, but because I, I did think of them a couple of times, but of the connectivity between the past and the present. So the the dumpster is the one book, instance, but the book's yeah, a bit more yeah, on the yeah. nose. There's, <laughs> there's there's the book, but like a lot of the flashbacks. We talked about this with the murder at the end of the world, and and you know we we have our qualms with the murder at the end of the world. But one thing that I will say categorically is that. I really liked the way they handled the flashbacks. There was always something that triggered that particular flashback and something that triggered her back into the present. They did a little bit of that in this episode as well. And, and the dumpster is, is one thing that I really, this is, that wasn't a trigger back or forth, but mm-hmm. that was some nice foreshadowing. I thought, yeah, that's good to see. So, Good work, Mr. Either Sal. that, or they're obsessed with dumpsters, and we're gonna—they're gonna overuse <laughs> the dumpsters. Theme of dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job, three out of three. Thank you. Good way to start off the uh, pilot episode. But let's chat about the rest of the episode, okay? We start off in Lombardy. Italy? Is that yep. how you pronounce it? Lombardi. Yep. Thank you. And we see an older, rich man in uh, in robes shot by a masked man. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see how that develops. Well, that's but Driver, right? That is Driver, yes. We'll yeah. later learn that this is Driver. That's been yeah, and he does by. say that he, he spent all the money and doesn't know where <laughs> Diane Harewood is. So. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. We then go to Washington State, USA, which is also kind of a sad thing that Washington, the state, has to specify it's the state <laughs> to Washington, D.C. It's almost like it's poor planning to have a state way after the fact, after you like have Washington, D.C., and then go, you know, let's also name it Washington. I don't know. Just a thought. Anyway. What are they going to do if Washington, D.C. ever becomes a state? I know there are some politicians that would like Washington, D.C. to be a state. I, I think it's one of the most – and this is nothing against the actual state of Washington, by the way. But <laughs> I don't know whose idea it was to name the state of Washington, Washington. It's one of the most ridiculous things to me. Like it has no – there is no bearing on that state to – if it is – and maybe it's referring to a different Washington. Maybe I'm just over-assuming here it's referring to George Washington. But why? Even if it isn't. Like, there's already something called Washington that's, like, a place people live that's, yeah. you know, used in the state manorhood, Washington, D.C. Anyway, whatever. That, that's a that's no one's fault that's alive right now, all right? This is from people <laughs> over 100 years ago. Yes. It's, this is no one's fault now, but no. darn those people. Anyway. <laughs> this is a gripe I've had before. What a tangent. Wow. <laughs> so, Joe drops off his kids to school, and this is where he first meets Taylor's rich dad. Not really T- neat, but T- Taylor Bedrosian, by the way. Bedrosian. Okay. Yeah. He then goes to his rundown shop where he gets to meet a very racist cop. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue caricaturally so. Like he is he is so racist. But that Yeah, I mean I I got that out of it too. And, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, but I like this. I, I I thought that I I thought, this would bother me if it, this was later in the season but again for a pilot they're just trying to show me like you know here's here's joe's life like here's what's going on with joe yeah he suffers from racist right this is like and this is an instance of it good right like and this we're is gonna fine. get another instance of it in just a minute as well and, yeah and, but i'm i'm all for the a display of subtle racism and entertainment because i think it's really important for people to understand that like this is this is a, this type of thing happens all the time. This is a real problem, and that you know, I, I, I'm I'm fortunate that I don't. I you know, I'm, a, I'm a white man, so I don't have to experience this type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it is um, it's a real problem. So I, I'm all for uh, displaying it in public and entertainment so that people can maybe hopefully understand a little better how terrifying it is to be on the receiving end of that because. Who's the character that we care about in the scene? It's Joe, right? Joe, it's, exactly. It's, and and he's terrified, and rightfully so. You know, right down to the idea that like they zoom in on him reaching for his wallet, because when he reaches for his wallet, 
the cop reaches for I don't know taser gun whatever it is gun something mm-hmm. so yeah so I, I I I like this a lot now I'm not trying to argue that the cop is not the cop is 100 percent racist I, I so I don't want that to get lost uh-huh. on this but Joe is a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> now the grounds are completely unfounded like the grounds this cop is going after joe completely unfounded but he's a criminal actually <laughs> when I did, and now that i'm thinking about it I'm like yeah, i guess you know he is so you're, you're making <laughs> so this is like pharrell in episode one of bodies right <laughs> like, <laughs> yes it is like pharrell yeah. for, for reference listeners this is not a big spoiler or a spoiler or anything but pharrell um is anti-Semitic. Huge anti-Semite. Yes, huge anti-Semite. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge anti-Semite and goes after a Jewish character who does also happen to be a criminal. But he does <laughs> he, not know he's a criminal. He's yeah. going after him because he's an anti-Semite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, but no, he, he's a racist cop. And speaking of, I guess, racism, this I don't know whether it's racism or just they don't like this new age concept he's trying to do. I Maybe think it's a combination I think of it's both. both. Yeah. yeah. But Joe, then we see him go to City Hall for a meeting with regards to zoning. Uh, and he wants to get a liquor license for a bistro. Which, do you know what a bistro is? Uh, what? Of course I know what a bistro is. Are you kidding okay, me? Could you, could, you, could you explain to me what a bistro is? I don't, I've never heard of this terminology. I'm not sure. I mean, it's you. just a, really, it's just a restaurant. But it's a, it's usually a pretty small restaurant that's specialized. Oh, I see. So. All right. I, that's that's All my right. take on a bistro, but yes. Well, he wants a liquor license for it. He wants to help revive this dying town. So that way these people have something to be proud about in their town. But they're already very, very proud. <laughs> is, is this the mayor that he's talking to? I don't to know in the who he's talking or to. Just, councilman. We'll say councilman. We'll, we'll just say councilman. But, yeah. uh, and the councilman very much hints that he's filed all the paperwork properly. But there might be some objections. There might be. Yeah. Well, We'll have to see. I'm sure it's so. not a coincidence that all the five members of this board are white men, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not in the slightest. So, yeah. well, Joe's, I think, putting up mandatory notices. Uh, he sees in City Hall that there's some sort of woodland project going on, and this really catches his eye. We don't really know why this catches his eye, but it does. So much so he drives down to the building site to see it's fenced in. And he's really concerned about this. We'll later but, learn why. Yeah. By the way, did you notice the the form that he was pinning up on the billboard there? What? So was that an announcement of a zoning, like wanting to change, like the zoning regulations? Right, but it's no, called. It? Cha- it, was, it was a change of use form, which is the title of the episode. So. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense now. I I was wondering yeah. why it was called that. I don't like that as a title then, but <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. We'll see. Yeah, just if you can remember <laughs> that for the next eight weeks. <laughs> I bet I can. You probably can. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, so he gets to the Woodland Project. Tiza goes to school to pick up his kids, uh, gets back home, and he talks with his husband, Jules. This is our first time meeting Jules, and they seem to have a pretty good relationship. So I don't see any rings on their fingers, so they might not be husbands, but... They- they might be. I don't know. They might just. They might be living boyfriends. I. I don't know. Whatever. They're, they're. They're a couple, regardless. They're a couple. You're right. You know. They don't have rings. So, but they are a couple. And Jules is going to go to a book club. And we see the book he's taking has a ripped paper, ripped page. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could say Chekhov's book, but we'll, we'll get a conclusion on this later on in the episode. But <laughs> here you go. There's a book. It's his significant other partner. And that night, when they go to bed, Joe sneaks out of bed to get to work. Yeah. This and is where... By the way, that there is a transition from present to past uh, that's through the car window. So um, you get a shot of him mm-hmm. through the car window uh, in the present, and then you get a, a similar shot in the past. So... That's a good transition. Uh, that, yeah, it is a cool transition. I, I'm all for transitioning into flashback and transitioning out of fa- flashback for a reason. So, and it's also like night. This. That was also we, night. We get to, we get to the three years ago London scene when he goes with yep. uh, Don uh, for that gang meeting, which we already talked about. So, yep. after he nabs a car, is this a transition back, Mister Sal, from car to car? 
I, I guess uh, this was weaker. <laughs> <laughs> but we get the present. He arrives to this forest, uh, this construction zone, climbs over the fence. He climbs a specific tree, gets to the top where it has an opening. He opens it, and inside is a duffel bag full of money. Uh, money of sorts. You know, it's. This is like every kid's like dream, money. by the way. <laughs> like a, a hidden compartment in a tree full of money. <laughs> I don't know if full of money is what kids dream of, but yeah, a hidden compartment in a tree <laughs> like this. Do you ever climb trees when you were younger? A little bit. Not, not too Ridicly tall. Climbing. Not, not very to, big trees. I used to be into tree climbing. Uh-huh. But that that uh, Now I wouldn't do it. I'm too scared I would injure myself. <laughs> oh, man. But, falling as an adult is a lot worse than falling as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness I never fell, but Joe gets the bag over the fence just in time as a car arrives and drives by. So he goes, he starts driving back home with his, or I don't know if he's driving back home, but he's driving in the car with his duffel bag full of money. And he is a part of, and he even kind of sees it coming, this three car accident from a drunk driver. They hit and run. So Joe's left remaining. And he sees the other... Do, mm-hmm. do you think this was a drunk driver? I don't know if this was a drunk driver. Like, there's a reason. Was. There's a reason why it was it ran the stop sign. Did you see? Like, the stop sign was bent down. It so was bent could, down. You're you right. couldn't even see the stop sign. So Joe could foresee this coming because he saw the bent stop sign. And and by the way, this was set up earlier in the episode as well. When he's driving the kids to school, he st- he stops for probably longer than the average person at a stop sign, and his kids criticize him. And he talks about how you gotta always got to be careful. Huh, so, I, know you're, I, I I thought it was because of a drunk driver, but yeah, huh. yeah. So all right. So that so I like the foreshadowing <laughs> that they've done in this episode, and that the that stop sign was clearly bent. Like you could see that he was the drive oncoming driver was going to have trouble seeing it, knowing that stop sign there. All right. So this, well, now this all right. This brings up a lot more questions to me. So do you think that? taylor's father was involved in this yes i do but but the 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 crime here is not running the stop sign because the stop sign was broken it's who bent the stop sign well well that but we don't know who did that but the crime here is that they hit the car and then they drove away that's the crime like Mm -hmm. that's a hit and run that 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 is a criminal activity okay yeah you're right yes okay so So why did he hit and run though I guess well, because he didn't want to get over the accident. He didn't want to get in trouble for the accident. Exactly. If, the, if there was something wrong with that woman, he did not want to be in trouble for it. That's fair. Why do I think he was a drunk driver? Then? It's I possible guess that the, he was drunk. But I don't know. I, I don't know why that's in my head. I just, it might be because they gave him a blood alcohol or they, they gave him a breathalyzer afterward to Joe. Well, but. Right. But it is very possible that he was drunk because that would be motive to hit and run because you don't want to be caught intoxicated because then you are at fault you are liable at that point <laughs> ridiculous these driving regulations nah. <laughs> stop signs <laughs> well, <laughs> i do like the loss of the road <laughs> yes I'm they keep fan. me safe <laughs> big very very big fit maybe the biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> he ends up in a three-car accident and uh someone hits and runs so it's just him that remains, and he sees the remaining driver is injured in their car. They're, they seem severely injured. They're not responsive. So he he has a hard choice here, and this is also interesting mm-hmm. to watch, right? He, he's debating what to do, and so he hides the duffel bag of money in a garbage bin, and then mm-hmm. calls nine one one. Yes. Uh, so you see them. They nine one one comes over. He gets checked out. Cop uh, gives him a breathalyzer, clears him for being drunk. But it's pretty forceful to uh, Joe that he has to come down to the police station now to give a statement. This is a hit and run manslaughter. You've got to do this. Well, it's so manslaughter they tow his if the car. woman dies. Yeah, if the woman dies. So yeah. they tow uh, his car away and he's forced to go to the station, leaving his duffel bag full of money in the garbage bin. Yes. Do you think there's any way he could have talked himself out of this, Joe? Like, any way he could have no, told this cop? No, no, no. Nope. This cop was not going to let him go home. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. We get to the past. 
where Joe is going for a jog before he's approached by a man we'll later know as actually I don't know which one is uh Fixer. Uh, is this Fixer? Okay, yeah. Okay. Fixer that's working for Diana Hartwood. She's interested in Joe. Joe can't really say no to this, so he'll meet her in uh the art gallery. They go to the art gallery, Joe and Diana you know, they, it's like the stereotypical, like, one comes in, they sit down, mm-hmm. someone else comes in, they sit down, they pretend like they're not talking, and then one gets up and leaves. Right. And when they're talking, uh, Joe knows of Diana, knows she's dangerous, and Diana likes what she sees in Joe. Went out on a limb for Don. Why'd you do that, Joe? He's very coy, very professional. He's not revealing what he does for a living, even though it's all out in the open, but he's he's very precise with his words. I mean, this is, this is like, this is, yes, accurate, (laughs) but but he, he also, uh, is doing what brain will later instruct them to do. Even if it seems like someone knows you, you don't give up your identity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. You don't, um, don't give out more than, just don't reveal anything about yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. But he, he says, you know, kind of a life philosophy, which is he he lives by completing a job, right? If you give him a task, he's going to do it. Similar to Mr. Sal in this episode one of Culprits, right? That's right. If it's a job assigned to him. He's going to get it done. He's yes. no quitter, right? We don't like quitters <laughs> here at Show Hoppers. Yes, we do. Big fan. Big fan of quitters. Yeah, quit, quitting's not a bad idea. Listen, if, you, if, if you think you should quit, it's not always a bad idea to quit. Don't always quit everything, but right. be open to quitting. <laughs> That's right. Diane has a job lined up. You're going to have to get a new life, Joe. Uh, several ties. We're talking seven figures here. Joe's interested, but Diane will get back to him to see if, you know, she wants him moving forward. But don't tell anyone of this. No one. Crystal clear. That's right. Not a breath, not a word. Anything else on that? No. Uh, I mean, uh, other than the Rothko. The what's her? Exactly. <laughs> the painting. <laughs> the oh, artist the is the Rothko. Yeah. I don't uh, know if yeah, that's a real okay. person or not, but it's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's referenced later. In the present, Joe finishes up his statement at the uh, police station. Uh and he better be right about that license plate he gave. He better be right. <laughs> anyway, you don't you worry, good citizen. An officer of the law will drop you off at home. Seriously. I don't like, know why. <laughs> it's so scary. I know. Well, it is. Uh, it so, is. I mean, he's so after- scared that he eats his styrofoam cup. Really? Well, this, I mean, at the beginning of the scene, they zoom way in on the cup and there's a bite taken out of oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just nibbling. He's nervous. He's probably nervous. <laughs> Clearly. Not with the cops as much, but probably his seven figures of money. So after after he's dropped off at home, um, he waits for the cop to leave, and he grabs the other car at their house, and off he goes to get back his money from uh, the garbage truck, which will go to the trash can where he threw it in. It's empty, and we get into our favorite scene, which is, you know, retrieving uh, the duffel bag of money. And once he does, he throws up, and we get back to the past where Joe is at the gym. When a detective will later learn is right hand, I think. Yep. Is that tiring? <laughs> That's so I love funny. That joke. I love that joke so much when he said it. I was like, ah! Well, he claims to be a detective <laughs> and he wants to talk to Joe, bring him to the safe house to talk. So they get to the safe house where all this one did not write down. Who's a. T.I. Carry Dodge? But who's this person? Is this a soldier or officer? This soldier. This soldier. Okay. Yeah. So goes to the gym, fixer or not fixer, right hand takes him to soldier, who's pretending to also work for the police department here, and you know they're basically scaring the bejeebus out of Joe. They want him to flip. Okay, be a snitch, and figure out what Diana's up to. We know snitches get riches. Uh, right, that's the way. That's the way that goes. <laughs> and right? new identities. <laughs> so we know she's offering you a job. Take the job, squeal on her. We'll make it worth your while. Plus, we have all this information on you. We know what you did with Don. 
Okay, we know those killings. Yep. We could lock you up for a long time, Joe. But mm-hmm. Joe sticks with his story, right? He sticks with that. He knows nothing. He's just a personal trainer, not some sort of narc, not into any of this like gang affiliated stuff. He has no idea what they're talking about and even gets up and leaves since he's not under arrest. Yep. So there you go. Arrest me or let me go. Those are your choices. Now. So he leaves. Now. <laughs> we get to the present, which is the after the garbage scene. We've already talked about this, where he gets, he puts the money in his shop, takes a sponge bath, goes to bed, only to wake up 10 seconds later, and then Jules will take care of the, the morning for him while he gets some much-needed shut-eye. So we get another flashback, which is mm-hmm. after work at the gym, Joe gets kidnapped. He's brought to the warehouse where Diana gives him a scare, another scare. That you know, oh, I I I know what you've uh you've done. You've reported me to the police, but yeah. Joe's honest, saying no, no, I didn't. They're they're on to you, but I didn't. I didn't say a thing. Yeah. He passes the test. Time for Joe to pack his bags because he's never going back home. He's in. I think this is a really cool scene. I like when they, I like when they it. when when uh, Fixer and Right Hand take off. Well, not Fixer so much, but when Right Hand takes off his mask. I was like, ah, that was pretty cool. I like this. I think, I look at this and I go, man, if every gang did this, that this would really cut down on snitching. Like, huh. gang-wide. Think about it. If, 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 because <laughs> if you never knew, if, this, this is just a great way to cut down on snitching altogether. So, <laughs> gangs, if you're watching, actually, actually I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> actually, stop right there. Listening, yep. We're going to stop right there. Don't, if you're, if you're part of a gang and you're listening, Leave the gang. Okay. <laughs> safely, try, safely try safely. to leave the gang. You're right. Safely get out of the game. Yeah. Joe, meanwhile, is I guess very much trying to be part of this heist. Goes home. He's packing. Uh, so and so. Here's the thing that it's curious to me. There's a photo of him with someone. Yep. And then the book we later see Jules taking uh, with the yep. ripped page has "Happy Birthday" from. I don't know whose name that was. This I think it was like it was C- like just a, yeah, it was just a letter, like just C. It's like they they addressed it to him as D. So D, happy birthday, C, and they're you know kissing and hugging signs. Yeah, kissing. So it looks like I I took this as he's currently in a relationship I, and he's just dropping it completely. Yeah. Which which brings in a question: How does he feel about his current uh family life or whatever his yeah. life at home is? Is it just I'm a not, cover to him? Does he I'm care not about so him sure. Truly? I'm not so sure, though, that he was currently in a relationship because the Diane Harewood says we know every I know everything about you and you're unattached. So I I'm inclined to believe her, and maybe this is oh, a past right. relationship, or maybe it's not even a romantic relationship. Maybe it's like I don't know a college roommate or something like that. Yeah, or maybe yeah, could be Pat. Yeah, all right, all, or a famous all person fair. within this universe. All, all very fair, but it, <laughs> yeah. but it certainly for me brings into question the yep. relationship he has, um, at his household. Sure, that's I think for sure. So, yeah. So, but you're right that, that that could all be excused for all those reasons. So we get back to the present, which we already talked about, which is Joe dropping off his kids and seeing the news and seeing that driver uh, was shot in Italy. Yep. We get the final scene in the past, which is what I guessed for your favorite scene, which yep. is. I'll admit it, kind of a cool scene. Diana's That's actually cool. a pretty cool character. She's she's a good brain. She is. Right? She she lays she's she's a good like head figure of like a spy or a heist organization. Just I love her it. voice and the way she she explains stuff. It's great. Yep. But follow the plan. It's everything. You know, don't be a maverick or anything. Don't yep. reveal yourselves or your name. We exist only for this job. And we've got brain, fixer, right hand, soldier, muscle, officer, and driver. Which driver yeah. is the stunt driver that is shot for right. this episode? So he's off the board in the in the present. Yeah, already off the board. And that's uh, that's where we came up with the episode. It is it is an exciting episode one. I I tentatively look forward to the episodes following because <laughs> I uh. I this this could have just been lightning in a bottle, and all the other episodes are nowhere near as good. But the that's possible. Be. That's possible. 
Basically, have they haven't earned my trust yet. They haven't earned my trust yet. They only did it with one episode. They excited me a lot, though. I, I really, I really was into this I, I, from beginning to end. It was good. It was good. But what could also be good, Mr. Sal, is checking the time. I'd love to check the time. Well, will you look at that? It looks like it's TV time. Oh, our favorite time. Ain't no time like a TV time. Yes, listeners, TV time. It's an app that I could use, but Mr. Sal uses to track your TV usage and watching. It it, it tracks, correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Sal, but with it, you can track what episodes you've seen. Um, Yep. It'll tell you upcoming series that are coming up, specifically ones you've watched in the past. Uh, so it's a great way to keep up on episodes. But the the main reason that we talk about TV time and have a segment for it on show hoppers is the community rating system uh, and character ranking, which is for each episode of a series, the community of TV time, you can rate it out of five stars. Yep. You can – this we don't really talk about, but you can – Put how it made you feel in it, like excited, sad, confused, whatever. We don't care. There's too many choices there, so we don't really talk <laughs> about that. But the, the most interesting one that we like to talk about is favorite character, okay? Which is yes. who is your favorite character for the episode? So what me and Mr. Sal typically do is I'll guess what Mr. Sal put. He'll guess what I put, and we'll both guess what we think the users of TV time put. All right. Yes. So. For the rating of the episode, I think the people of TV Time gave it a five, and you gave it a five, obviously. Yeah, I, I gave it a five, yeah. and you gave it a five, and yeah. uh, I will say that the users gave it a five as well. And, and what did they give it? They did. 56% said five. Okay. Can I ask what the four was? It was 26%. Ooh. All right. Yeah, there's this. a solid 18% out, outside the top two. Really? I wonder. Yeah. I, I honestly, I thought this was a pretty widely, because there's enough action. I feel like, like if you're not that into, I don't know. Well, I'm okay. I'm actually surprised by that. I thought it'd be a lot more in the four or five areas than what it was. Yeah, okay. so did I. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. All right, well, uh, character character one, I think <laughs> it would be a lot easier. <laughs> oh yeah. So can, can I ask what the choices are? Because they don't always list all the characters. Sure. So. Uh, so it looks like you got uh, Joe, Diane. A character called Psycho, who I don't think we met that character yet. Uh, Officer, uh, Devil, who looks like the masked man who shot Driver <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, Jules, and then three characters that I don't think we've met yet. Yusuf, Azar, and Vincent. Oh, geez, so many characters. <laughs> yeah, but the, well, uh, yes and no. There's, there's, most of the crew is not there. Like, right hand is not there. Wow. Picture is not there. Uh, yeah, so. All irrelevant. Well, I think the people went with Joe, and I think you went with Joe. I sure did, and I think you went with Joe, too. <laughs> yeah, of course. The question <laughs> really is, how what percent of people went with Joe? And I'll say 90%. It is 86%. See, like how, Very who, cool. who else are they voting for? Diane had 13%. I guess Diane's the next cool, but... And Psycho had 1%. I don't even remember a Psycho in this episode. No? Oh, spoiler voting? I, I don't know. Uh, either. Well, whatever. I mean, that, that was a pretty clear cut one. Not not the most interesting TV time. <laughs> it's a no. Pretty, this is pretty Joe's show here. I, I wonder if it still will be moving forward. but Well, we'll based see. on this list of characters, it does seem like it's going to be the Joe show moving forward. But, uh, I mean, they could just... I mean, what is this, eight episodes long? They could just go with... Um, a different crew member each episode. That would be interesting. I doubt they're going to do that, but we'll, 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 we'll have to see. I, I I don't mind if it's the Joe show. I mean, I had complaints about the Darby show, Emergency mm-hmm. of the World, but it was just the format of how they did very little with the other characters. Yeah. I'll, uh, we've already mentioned it already earlier, but the old man, I think, did a good job of it being the Jeff Bridges show. <laughs> They did At well, times. yes. They, they, they kind of separated it a bit they more had as it went some on. Other really great characters, though. They did. I mean, it really, they fleshed really out a lot of characters. They fleshed yeah. out so many characters. Yeah. So we'll we'll, we'll see if this can manage to them. Um, I I, I see I see Marks and Diana. Uh, she's really the only one so far that I see a streak in, and we'll, we'll see how the past scenes go. And 
I'm I'm hopeful. I'm pretty hopeful for this. Me too. Uh, I I'm pretty optimistic. And you listeners, I hope you enjoy the podcast. We'll obviously be back next week. But meanwhile, we have a pretty extensive back catalog. Uh, a few of the things we've covered just to, that we haven't talked about. Uh, yeah, we did mention Better Call Saul. We have covered the last season for that. Some of the mm-hmm. other stuff that I think might be similar to the series would be Ozark. We've covered that in its entirety. I can see that. We've done episodes of Black Mirror, so check to see what we've covered there. I think Dexter New uh, Blood. Uh, Dexter New Blood, yeah, is in the same vein. We've done that. Uh, I don't know if we've done anything else. Maybe because the OP nature of it, The Last of Us, but that uh, <laughs> Maybe. that's a good one anyway. Though check that out. Yeah, we 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 got we got season one, which is up to what we have now. And some other stuff we've covered is Lost in its entirety, The Leftovers, Russian Doll season one, uh, Centaur World, which is quite juxtaposed to this, but <laughs> yeah, we liked it. We watched in its entirety, so yep. check that out. Interview with the creator uh, too. Yes, Megan Nicole Dong. We also have only murders in the only murders in the building up to season three because that's the last season that's out at our time. White Lotus seasons one and two, waiting on the latest season. Uh, Watchmen that was a limited series. Chernobyl also a limited series. Uh, Mrs. Davis also a limited series. Outer Range, The Old Man and Shrinking, all of which we're waiting for the next season. Uh, we just finished Bodies, which we talked about, and A Murder at the End of the World. We currently have. The Artful Dodger going on at the same time. We're around halfway through that series. So there's a lot of stuff for you guys to watch. We're excited for you to be listening. And we'll be back next week with episode two of Culprits titled Anglerfish. Stay for ten more minutes and then leave. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.